Welcome to Home of the Brave. I'm Scott Carrier. After an unusually dry and warm November, the warmest November on record around here, Salt Lake City, it finally turned cold and snowed Sunday night. One inch at my house, but a foot and a half up high in the mountains. The season changed from fall to winter, literally overnight. In the morning, the snow had stopped, but the clouds were like a dark, heavy blanket hanging 500 feet above the city, ominous, like something bad was going to happen. And then, on cue, Air Force One came down out of the clouds and landed at the Salt Lake Airport. President Trump emerged from within and rode up to the state capitol building in a fast-moving motorcade where he announced first that he was bringing Christmas back, and then he signed a proclamation removing two million acres from national monuments in southern Utah, even though our laws say he has no authority to do this. All of the invited guests at the ceremony were very happy, nearly frothing at the mouth. And then the president rode back to the airport in the fast-moving motorcade, and Air Force One flew back into the clouds. Pretty much at the exact same time, my friend Trent was waking up from knee surgery and saw a moose in the recovery room. He asked the nurse, why is there a moose here? And she said, oh, it's no big deal. He volunteers around Christmas to hold IV bottles from his antlers. So today, in the spirit of these seemingly random and confusing events, I'm gonna play a story from deep in the archives that has nothing to do with anything, except I hope it keeps snowing so we can go skiing soon. It's from 1992 when my son Milo was five years old. I'm teaching my son to ski. I started him out on skinny cross-country skis and boots that were more like tennis shoes and made him ride the rope toe up the hill so he'd know right off that it's not an easy thing and he'd have to listen to what I was telling him. He learned pretty fast and his aunt bought him some downhill equipment. So the other day, when it was smoggy downtown, I took him up to ride the lifts at Alta. We got in the lift line, and right before the chair came, he told me how he was planning to ski. Dad, is it okay if I take, take a couple turns and then I just quit them? I just go straight down? The chair hits him in the back, but he manages to hang on. And on the way up, I decide to tell him the story of Tor, the man who wouldn't make any turns. You don't want to make any turns down this run? Yeah, I just want to lift. Let off speed when I'm almost to the bottom. Well, there's this guy who used to ski up here at Alta. Yeah. A long time ago, right? Uh-huh. Back when they started wooden skis. Uh-huh. He's skiing on wooden skis. His name was Tor. Tor. Yeah, he's from Norway. Yeah. And this guy, Tor, he wouldn't make any turns. What he would do is he'd get up to the top of the hill, he'd get off the lift, stand on the top of the hill, yeah. and just point his ski straight down the hill and, and go straight down to the bottom. Okay. You know? Yeah. Uh, and when he got to the bottom, he'd crash. He'd just wipe out, crash and burn, you know? So? Well, so people, you know, there were people who were upset. Everybody was, you know, I mean, some people, some people were upset because they thought he was selfish. You know, they thought he was crazy, crazy bastard. Yeah. Out there not making any turns. Everybody had to watch out for him. Yeah. Making sure they weren't going to get hit, run over, you know. Yeah. And some people said he was like a genius. You know, he was operating on his own level. 
that he'd figured out, you know, a completely new way to ski. But, you know, I think maybe he just never learned how to make turns. Maybe no one ever taught him. You know, maybe he didn't know how to ski any other way than to go straight down, you know. But anyway, he kept doing it. He kept at it. And he kept skiing steeper and steeper slopes. Yeah. Until one day, he traversed out to High Rustler. Cool. High Rustler, the, the yeah. slope up there. Yeah. It's the steepest and longest ski run up here. Oh. And Tor got to the top of that slope and said, Well, here goes. He pointed his ski straight down the hill, dropped into his tuck, and just bombed it. He was like a bomb falling yeah. from an airplane. He was going so fast. Just straight down. And people were waiting down at the bottom, waiting for him. Yeah. And he came down through the bottom. He hit the bottom and exploded just through snow, a cloud of snow up in the air, almost all the way back up to the top where he started, you know. Yeah. And when the snow cleared, the people skied over and looked for him. And he wasn't there. It was just a hole straight through the snowpack. And they dug down through that hole to the ground, and the hole kept going. Yeah. It didn't stop. It just was like a, a hole down into the uh, into the earth. He yeah. could have got hit. He, he, whoa, man. The thing is, is like anybody can ski like Tor. Yeah. You know, I mean, right now, you don't need to. You can just get up to the top of the hill and point him straight down and go for it, right? Yeah. Drop into your tuck. Uh-huh. But. You know, that's, I'm, my job is to teach you how to have some control when you ski, you know, and you get control in skiing by learning how to turn. That's what turns are, you know, an element of control. The first thing, you know, the first thing you got to remember about staying in control, the first thing to think about is that form it's the same thing as energy. Yeah. Form is energy. Uh-huh. And then another thing you need to remember is that gravity is equal to love. Gravity and love are the same thing. Yeah. And just as you should never turn away from love, yeah. you should never turn away from gravity. You should always keep your heart exposed to the slope. You know, always to that fall line. Keep your heart open to the fall line. And when you start a turn, every turn starts with a leap of faith. You know? When you start a turn, it's like jumping jumping off a cliff. You know? Diving off a cliff, going head first. Yeah. And if you do that, the turn will end with you on your feet. You know? You'll you'll, you'll come up on your feet at the end of the turn. It's like every turn starts with a leap of faith. Yeah. And every turn ends with a confirmation. Maybe I'm trying to tell you too much, you know? No, you're not. Do you understand what I others? Yeah. Does it make sense? No. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It doesn't make sense that I can't go fast. That I have to make a lot of turns and go very slow. We get off the lift and he starts down like he's not going to stop and I yell at him to make some turns and he does. He goes down, skiing around the mountain, making long, deliberate turns. He skis beautifully and I follow along thinking he does know, he understands everything I tell him.
You've been listening to the Ski Lesson on Home of the Brave. I'm Scott Carrier. This story originally aired on All Things Considered in the winter of 1992. My son Milo just turned 30, and he's more into snowboarding than skiing these days. For those of you looking to buy Christmas presents, we've got a new t-shirt for sale on our website, homebrave.com, as well as Home of the Brave tote bags and patches. And then you can always subscribe to the show by PayPal, $1 to $4 a month, or actually however much you want. This is the main way Home of the Brave stays on the air. Lots of people donating a little every month. I very much appreciate it, and thank you for listening.